Welcome to Wake Up With Wall Street for Thursday, March 18th. Today's top stories, the Federal Reserve said they plan to keep short-term interest rates close to zero until at least 2024, despite our economy reopening, upgraded forecasts for economic growth, and resurgent inflation. What does this mean for our market? I'll have details shortly. And the very first high-level meetings between the Biden administration and China will begin today. What will this mean for trade between the two biggest economies in the world? I'll discuss all of it in a moment. Finally, in a world where we rely on imports for so much, the global supply chain is failing, and this time it's not just computer chips. More on those and other topics shortly, as well as a complete check of the overnight markets. I'm Scott Nations. Now wake up and let's get to it. A quick recap of the action on Wall Street from Wednesday. The most important news yesterday was the Federal Reserve's decision to keep interest rates close to zero until at least 2024. Coupled with a promise to continue buying bonds at the current rate, at least until it sees, quote, substantial further progress, end quote, the interest rate picture is completely unchanged after the Fed meeting, and that picture can only be viewed as incredibly accommodative despite expectations for substantial economic growth during the rest of this year and next, as well as concerns about inflation. I'll discuss inflation more in a moment. As a result of that incredibly dovish stance, stocks recovered from morning losses and finished the day higher across the board. The S&P finished three-tenths of 1% higher, while the Dow gained double that or six-tenths of 1%, and the NASDAQ 100 split the difference, gaining four-tenths of 1%. S&P sectors weren't as universal in, the, in their love for the Fed's statement, with industrials and consumer discretionary sectors gaining more than 1% on the day, while others were up by lesser amounts, except technology, consumer staples, and healthcare all lost ground on the day. Interest rates rose slightly despite the news, with the 10-year yield gaining two basis points after making a new post-COVID high in the morning prior to the Fed's statement. Crude oil lost ground and closed at $64.44 a barrel for May delivery. The dollar index hated the news. It fell by one half of 1%, and volatility fell as stocks gained and as the news got out, and that's about what you would expect. Valdex, ticker symbol VOLI, fell by 4.6%. In its statement, the Fed said it will leave the current interest rate regime in place until full employment is reached and inflation hits 2%. While the Fed recognized the recent increase in inflation, they expect it to be temporary and they expect inflation to fall back to a level that's very near 2% for next year and the year after. In my opinion, this is the very worst sort of hubris you can hear from economists. We know that the smartest people in finance are not able to effectively time the stock market, so why in the world would the Fed think it can effectively time inflation and do it two years out? When this all comes undone, it's going to be messy. Looking at the day ahead on Wall Street at 7.15 a.m. Eastern Time with two hours and 15 minutes to go before markets open, let's begin by looking at interest rates because the market is not buying the line the Fed is selling. The 10-year yield is up a whopping nine basis points overnight, and it's at a post-COVID high of 1.73%. This increase in rates is making things tough for stocks, and the major indexes are lower overnight with the S&P set to open lower by one half of 1%, and the NASDAQ 100 set to lose one and a quarter percent. Crude oil is largely unchanged overnight. Away from Wall Street, 
In fact, as far from Wall Street as you can get and stay in the continental United States, the first high-level diplomatic conversation between China and the Biden administration begins today in Alaska. The talks are not likely to be particularly friendly as the administration has already imposed sanctions for China's anti-democracy approach to Hong Kong, and it has already expressed its displeasure with human rights abuses of ethnic minorities, as well as China's belligerent military activity around Taiwan. This is something traders will need to pay attention to. And you've heard me discuss problems with the global supply chain for computer chips. Those problems have slowed production of U.S. automobiles, but now the supply chain is failing for a whole host of other products, including clothing, building supplies, and medical supplies, just as COVID vaccinations are hitting their stride. This problem is certainly not likely to improve if the general tone of our relationship with China deteriorates. We'll get some economic data today with initial jobless claims and the Philly Fed Manufacturing Survey both due at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. At 11 a.m. Eastern Time, we'll get the details of the U.S. Treasury's next massive sale of Treasury notes. Given the mix of maturities in this sale, the total size could break a record. Finally, we'll get some interesting earnings reports today with Accenture and Dollar General already out. Accenture beat expectations on both revenue and earnings, while Dollar General beat on revenue and missed a bit on earnings. Later today, we'll hear from Nike and FedEx. That's been Wake Up With Wall Street for Thursday, March 18th. I'm Scott Nations. Remember, you can join me every weekday to get a jump on the day ahead and be certain to join me every Friday for that week's Worst Company in the World. If you have a company you'd like to nominate as the worst in the world, then just send me an email. That email address is worstcompany at wakeupwithwallstreet.com. Now wake up and go get them.